Today's Hope FM Breakfast Show is brought to you by Chester Pierce Funeral Service. For individual support as unique as your loved one, visit chesterpierce.com. Well, the time is 16 minutes after 8 o'clock and pleased to welcome our games experts who we've missed, actually, for uh, a few weeks, David Sidwick. Today, of course, we're back on your private passion, which, of course, is games. It is. It is. I thought I'd do something a bit different this time, Blair. Go for it. Um, so this is this is cooperative games. So does that mean uh, does that mean cooperative in the sense of working together? You are trying to beat the game. Oh, trying to so, beat the game. Trying to beat the game. So I, I suppose the classic, the classic everybody would know, would be the card game Patience. Where you're trying to beat the yeah, you're trying to beat the cards. Um, but it's it's got a little bit more sophisticated than that. The first game that I ever run across, which was like this. Uh, was one from 1966. I don't know if you remember, but that was the glory days of a, of a thing called Jerry Anderson on TV. Gosh, I used and to, th- I used to watch it. <laughs> I did. Yeah, did you watch it? Oh God, yeah. I was a mad keen fan, particularly of Thunderbirds. Yes. Um, and, and that was that was the board game I ran across. There was a Thunderbirds cooperative game launched in 1966. Uh, by Waddington's, who people may recall is one of my favourite um, game manufacturers. Uh, and uh, apart from the fact it had Thunderbirds on it, it was a pretty poor game. Um, from the point of view of it didn't fit with what people wanted. Nobody was ready for a cooperative game where you didn't sort of beat each other. You were just trying to fulfil the objectives of the game. I think that's because we've got this competitive spirit inside all of us, haven't we? And we uh, have. <laughs> What's wrong with us? <laughs> no, 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 no. I think it's fine. I think it's absolutely fine. But uh, uh, we've we've had a lot more games since then, which have become extremely popular. So I think people have become sort of more cooperative as time comes on with uh, board games, mm. or at least they want something different. They want something different. Mm. So uh, there is a chap who is the god of cooperative games, a chap called Matt Leacock. And in 2007, uh, he came up with a game which was all about beating infectious diseases. Mm. Curiously, he called it Pandemic. Interesting, isn't it? And when, when did you say he came out with that game? He came out. He came out with that game in two thousand and seven. He based it because he was worried about SARS, which, if you remember, was yes, the the, flu. Um, yeah. the bug. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. So he created this board game, uh, and it's a clever board game. You've got basically four bugs, different coloured cubes, which prolifer- proliferate across the globe, and your job is very much to contain them. Uh, the trouble is, is as you move forward, you're dealing cards as well. And in those cards, there are epidemic cards, mm. which suddenly means that what you thought was just a light infection goes completely potty. Um, and if the four of you don't work together, then basically the world is overrun by infectious disease and you, and, and you lose. I don't so suppose many people were playing that over the last couple of years. <laughs> It'd be too depressing. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm, I'm really curious about that because certainly before COVID, this was probably the most um, popular uh, cooperative game, and it had it had many sort of offshoots. Um, mm. It started off as, as a just a board game. You then had Pandemic: The Cure, which is a dice game. 
then they branched out into different sort of um, issues that you had to solve. So they went back and did the fall of Rome. Uh, they did a Cold War execution. They did one called Rising Tide, which you are in the Netherlands, and basically the sea's coming in. So they they took the the concept of dealing with a threat um, and changed it up into a number of different places. And they came out with something else, which was called a legacy game. Um, now, we won't go into that much today, but basically what it is, is you start off, and depending on your decisions, means that you open certain rules and certain other elements within the box. Mm. So the game changes, and it may not be the same game as somebody else's plays, because they make different decisions. So Pandemic is well worth a look at if you've never played a cooperative game. Um, and if you can get over the subject matter at this moment. But we're nearly out of COVID, thank goodness. Well, now it would be time to buy it, wouldn't it? And uh, but, but, but of course, there will be those, you know, who would see themselves as, you know, trailblazing and probably were playing it, you know, during the lockdown, nothing else to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hmm. And, and this fella, Matt, he uh, went on and did, uh, this, this became his thing, hmm. cooperative games. He went on and did another series called the Forbidden Series. So you have three of those, and those, those are slightly less complicated. You've got Forbidden Island, Forbidden Desert, and Forbidden Sky. And for each one of those, you are with your team of explorers, and you're, you're stuck with having to escape from a disaster. So in the desert, basically, you're trying to get out the desert before either sandstorms get you or you run out of water. Mm. Um, and they're quite, they're quite fun. So you know that you were saying about the, 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 a chap who obviously his thing was was the cooperative games. Uh, do you think people buy games? You know, when you when, like for example yourself, when you buy a game, if you know somebody's been really good at, at creating them, you know, uh, does that does that make you buy? I mean, I, I don't think I've ever considered them. I wouldn't have known, you know, just buy a game because I like the sound of it. But in the same way, you buy a book because you like the author. Does the same thing apply to games? can do it can do i mean there are some um big players over the years who have really uh proliferated um there's a fella called um Knizia, for example who who's who's a german um he's got a phd in maths he was in the banking industry he ran a two billion uh, pound financial empire and he moved to england in 1993 and he's come out with Oh, loads and loads of games. In fact, he had the, he did a cooperative game of Lord of the Rings, which inspired Matt Leacock to go down the path he went down. Mm. So um, people do do some, you know, if you if you are really uh, really into games, then you can follow some of these big players who come out with, um, you know, a lot of games. Um, but even with those who come out with a lot. When you go down the list, you can say, right, okay, there's probably about 10%, which are really, 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 really good. This is Hope FM. Well, that's uh, Barry Gray there. And, of course, uh, the theme tune from that little television programme that we were all glued to for a time, of course, Thunderbirds. Well, David Sidwick, our new police commissioner for Dorset and our games expert here on Hope FM, uh, is our guest today. And we're talking all games 
cooperative. But we were saying there, David, of course, that there is that competition spirit in all of us. And, uh, and even in your own family, I suppose you sway more towards the competition side rather than the cooperative side. Well, we do. We do. I think, uh, yeah, we've, we've, yeah, I think that's true of most people, you know. <laughs> well, we've got we've got a quite quite a few cooperative games. We've got a, a very nice one called Hanabi, which is a card game, uh, and this is interesting because you have to work together. Because how it works is you show the cards to other people. And according to what they tell you, they're allowed to say certain things. So you're trying to deduce what you've got in front of you. And the idea is that between you, you are building a fireworks display. Oh. So uh, that's an interesting little game. That's, that's a very uh, reasonable, reasonably priced game. If you get the actual card version, it's between 5 and £12. Pounds. Um, you can get tiles like Mayong tiles of it um but that's that's significantly more expensive so if you want a little very relaxing game where you're just trying to help each other build a fireworks display um that's worth having a go at and then you've got what i call the themed cooperative games you've got one called flashpoint fire rescue where you are in effect all working as firemen to basically uh well put a blaze out uh you've got one called uh, Black Orchestra, which is a game which has come out recently where you are the German resistance in the Second World War. So you're um, Mr. Stauffenberg and his uh, associates, and you're trying to basically kill Hitler. Mm. Um, and then you have one which I, as a as uh, with my new job, I certainly cannot recommend called Burgle Brothers, <laughs> where, you're tr- where you're trying to uh, you're trying to um, where you're trying to heist the bank, basically. Well, um, well, having said that, uh, in your role and wearing your police commissioner hat, is is there a game that you would promote? Well, Scotland Yard sounds like a good one to me. <laughs> um, we talked about that, I think, relatively yeah, recently. It's a hidden movement game. Yeah. So I think we'd have to go for that. <laughs> oh, tell you what, that'd be but, something that'd be new something new for the for the chief constable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you if you really can't bear the cooperative games, if that is just too vanilla for you and you still want an edge, there is a set of games which have what they call a traitor mechanic in them. So this is where you start off being cooperative. And then um, one of you is revealed as a traitor later on. Oh. There's one called Shadows of Camelot, where you're all knights of the round table. Uh, and obviously one of you is Mordred, but you don't know who it is. Ah. So that's quite fun. Mm. And the one that we've probably played the most of this sort of game is one called Betrayal at the House on the Hill, which is a haunted house. And you build the house with tiles mm. as you go through. Mm -hmm. Um, and you're operating as a team and then it suddenly changes and you've got to get out of the house as quickly as possible Mm. but one of you is trying to stop the others get out of the house Ah. now that's that's a nice that's a nice game with a certain amount of stress involved because of that (laughs) this is hope fm